Gabin Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. You're the you're my con- Tawny Katain. Yeah. To my Jaguar. white snake. Yeah. <laughs> to my white snake video. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while. I know. Um. So, what are you today? What am I to you today? Oh my god. Off the top of your head, while I think of something <laughs> real quick. Right? Like put me on the spot, <laughs> so you can take whatever and embellish. I see. I see leadership qualities. You. You are my double fished Pisces to my killer scorpion Scorpio <laughs> Is that dumb? Yeah, okay. Who cares? Who cares? We might care. You are the sun to my moon. Oh gross. I know, isn't that gross? <laughs> did you did you did you say that because you had a moon up there? I literally oh looked at space and, and because you said astrology so it went straight to the stars how about you're the rising star to my ball of gas <gasps> i love it i love it and i'll come up with something it doesn't matter pithy we think later we're cool. on we're not cool but it's fun hey i'll say this you're the gas to my light nice <laughs> that's perfect Segway. Because that's what we're talking about today, right? Yes. Is Absolutely. it? Didn't you tell me we were talking about something else earlier? Were we going to do? I'm trying to gaslight her. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I'm going to fall right in. Hey, you're, you're speaking my love language. What? I'm a professional Gaslit? gaslighter. <laughs> that, that's, that's, what, that's the sixth unspoken love language. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. So, let me tell you, I think that we're being gaslit every day of our lives right now. Ah, so much so the media. Get rid of everything. Get rid of listen. Everything. The happiest day was when Bill got rid of cable. Oops. Daddy Bill, whatever. Everybody knows. Daddy Bill, that's my daddy. Um, he produces the show as well, and I have his permission to use his name on the air. So okay. that's why we're doing it. So, And there's a lot of Bill. Dollar, dollar, Bill, y'all. So you got rid of cable. We did. So we only stream like movies, and then I watch things on YouTube. And, of course, I have some news channels that, you know, like apps or whatever that I subscribe to. So I can read it. I don't have to have people. What I hate this is the one thing I have always hated about regular mainstream media, even before we had all the choices that we had. You would watch, like, say, a president or a senator, whoever. You would watch somebody give a speech, mm-hmm. and then they would literally say, well, I know President so-and-so gave a speech, but let me tell you what he really said. And it was like, 
I just heard him say X, Y, Z. So it's been a long time in the making. They've been doing this forever, almost in a, you're too dumb to figure it out for yourself. You don't understand the words coming out of this person's mouth. Let us tell yeah, you. Let us tell you how to think. I'm so tired of it. And especially this. Because if you don't think so, in one narrative, you know, oh, Trump is a racist. I want to see a video of all the times Trump's been racist. And then I want to see a video of all the times Biden has said racist stuff. And then compare notes yourself. Don't listen to what somebody else is telling you somebody else says. Because I think... Trump is super classist. He hates poor people, which is the majority of us. But I don't think he's as racist as what people say, which is weird. Because, you know, there's plenty to not like about the man. I'm not, you know, there's plenty. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't necessarily give... trust the... And he could be very racist. I don't know. I don't want to give a lot of attention to him right now, even though, like, right now either. he's, like, gaslight extraordinaire. Well, he's a narcissist, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're he, pros. He's been doing this all they his wrote life. The book. They wrote the book on the art of the deal. How to gaslight. <laughs> Let me tell you, you want to know what I did this weekend? What to try do? to end some of my um, internal gaslighting that I do to myself. Oh. I got rid of Facebook. I got Good rid of my you. personal account on I Facebook. I much Gail Grantham stuff on my personal account. Like, I don't have everybody shifted over to a private account. And I only have just me, so I'm not getting rid of that. But I refuse to engage in a lot of stuff. I have been prodding. I have been <laughs> popping up saying just outlandish <laughs> stuff that's not even, you know, uh, it's not political. Just crazy things, but mostly because it goes in with my, my character past that couple- I'm developing. <laughs> uh, so nobody knows. They just think Gail is just off the deep end, but it's a character that I'm developing and it's just like, ah, pot stirring. But then I leave it alone. So I this, was, this has been once. a long time coming. Like, I've been wanting to get rid of Facebook for years now, but being a performer, and you can attest to some of this, Facebook is a necessary evil because you got to promote your shit. Like, we got to promote our burlesque and we got to promote our drag and we got to promote this podcast. And let's be honest, people of a certain age, they really don't know how to use many other social medias no. but the Facebooks. So I decided after seeing a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma, I'm putting this out there right now. Please watch this, people. Please. It is where our world is heading to and it's not pretty. I'm gonna write that down. You should. I have not seen it. I, don't I have, have. I have sang Netflix. its praises for the past week. Look, I've even gotten my 21 year old daughter to sit there and say, "Maybe I need to get rid of some social media profiles." That's huge yeah. to somebody in Gen X, for sure. Yeah. Is Which, she a Gen Xer? Oh, she's not a Gen Xer. She's we a Gen Zer. She's a Gen Zer. I'm a Gen Xer. Sorry. Right. Me too. I was just curious because we're the middle child of this whole thing. We're like we are. We've been so neglected for so long, and now that we're coming to say something, nobody do you really want to take personal responsibility for all those participation trophies. <laughs> I mean, we kind of have created a monster. <laughs> Now, look, I didn't get participation trophies when I was younger. Which is why I gave them out to my generation. But (laughs) I was head over a rec cheerleading league for a couple years. And you better believe 
every kid got a freaking trophy. Yeah. It was we started you paid that, for sadly. it. It was in the Well that yeah. It was in the thing. You got your uniform, your pom poms and a trophy at the end of the year. You know, they did that even with my kids. But I do have to say, I wasn't sad at all about how they did the participation thing. Like RJ he had um he did T ball and he has cerebral palsy. So uh, I was very excited, though, when he got eventually everybody got a game ball for the day. But he got his game ball on the day that he actually outrun another kid. He outran another child to make it to home, which was a big deal, like especially for RJ. So for me, that was like, yes, accomplishment. So I was a very proud person with that. But he couldn't really go any further in that because later they start picking people who actually can play ball to yeah. be on the teams you know I mean it becomes a thing where motor skills become a thing but that well, was I have cool. four girls so you better mm-hmm. believe and all of them did softball I had one that did baseball mm-hmm. uh, we did cheer we did dance you better believe I got trophies in places all over my house oh yeah I bet I can imagine yeah well they're all in boxes right now because they who cares about care? trophies do they even care anymore they don't care we got like huge, big ass trophies. What am I going to do with them? I'm going to give them to my friends. I'm going to change the little things and go, yes. you're an awesome person. Here is your trophy. Maybe yeah, that will make somebody for, feel better. Maybe for dances or maybe, oh. you know, we can have a reward. Or <gasps> we could have, have a, you know, on the festivals, you could give out trophies. We could have podcast awards. Well, yeah, <gasps> we'd get all those. Oh. All of Especially them. if we give them to ourselves. So I guess people are wondering, <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about right now? We're actually talking about <laughs> cabin girl time, cabin <laughs> gaslighting time. Yes. All right. So Webster says that gaslighting is the psychological manipulation via being made to question one's judgment. Yeah, all about power and control for the gaslighter. Yeah. The gaslightee, the victim, Not we okay. all are. I would, I would venture to say, though, that some of us are the gaslighters, too. I think all of us have a little, will recognize signs and symptoms in us. Because mm-hmm. as humans, most of the time you want to take the path of least resistance. We kind of do want our way, you know, uh, just in general. It's always good to have a win. Yeah. Sometimes we don't do it on the up and up, though. And there are things I know that I've been guilty of it. I also think that if you've been gaslit for long periods of time, that that becomes, you know, a catalyst, you you know, like you're not going to stay pure if you're in that sort of relationship forever. No. And you can't. It's like laundry. You can't put a clean shirt in the dirty laundry hamper and think you're going to pull it out and it's going to smell and look and like a clean shirt again it's not you're gonna get some of that nasty smell and it's gonna get wrinkly that's gonna happen to you so sometimes it's habits because you've been conditioned to do certain things or be a certain way do you know where the term gaslighting comes from no i just i'm gonna tell you there was a movie out in the 40s well it originated from a british play and then they had a couple of movies come with that you know okay, uh, in yeah. the 40s i think this this play was in like the the teens the 19s teens and uh it was about this guy who 
attempts to convince his wife that she's insane by manipulating small elements around their home. So like he'd leave lights on. Yes. Or he'd leave the he'd leave, quote, the gaslight on. And then she'd be like, I thought I turned this off. Well, apparently you didn't, you know, or just something to make her crazy. Yes. I yes, that's right. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) And then, well, like another a third person came over and validated her. Like that's when she figured out. Yes. Because I guess he was going to get her to go in the crazy house so he could do whatever he wanted to do. He was trying to. Yeah, it was something about it was something about there was something in the attic. He wanted to search for somebody's jewels that he had murdered. Okay, Yeah, that is what the movie, the movie Gaslight is about. Yes. I don't know about murdering, but he was trying to. He was up to no good. But we're going to talk about how we've personally been gaslighted, how possibly we have gaslighted others because we're not perfect. Nobody is. No, not at all. And then we're going to talk about some warning signs that you can look out for. Especially that, in abusive relationships. Yeah, that you you may not know that you're in. Yeah, you might no. not realize you're being gaslit and manipulated. So, And we're not saying go and upheave your entire life, but we're saying you, you need to talk about some things. There needs to be some discussions. And the relationship doesn't even need to be a um, lover type relationship. Your no. family members can gaslight you. You can have friends that do this to you. Um, you know, they're now granted again. There are mistakes. People forget to write down dates or they write them down wrong or they just they honestly forget the differences when they turn it to you, when it's your fault always. Mm-hmm. It's never like if your friend never apologizes hmm. for any of right their behavior. There. Correct. One of the biggest things is using your fears against you. Or insecurities, like using your fear to breed insecurity where you didn't always have that. Do you want to give me an example? Well, like, do you have a personal example for using my fears? Um, Mm -hmm. My body, my body image, you know, you think you're gaining a little bit of weight or whatever. And you say, oh, wow, I'm fat. And what you really want to hear is, no, baby, you still look beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and instead what you hear is, yeah, I've noticed you've really been gaining some weight there, you know, or you and, open up the fridge and it's like, uh, know, do you really need to be eating that? Yeah. Should you be eating that kind of, you know, um, how, which I, people, as a mother, I have said those things many, many times well, to my children. There, there are, there is, it's a fine line. There mm-hmm. is a line between you know that they just ate an hour and a half ago and they're not eating because they're hungry. You just, they just ate a full plate of food. Mm -hmm. So you know that it's boredom or whatever. It's another thing to wake up in the morning and you go to put your pants on and you're not liking yourself and maybe it's your time of the month. So you're a little chiddier than normal. And then you go to get breakfast and they're like, Oh, you really, You want those eggs with that toast kind of a thing? Didn't you have trouble buttoning your pants today? You know, stuff like that. It's like, oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't eat that, you know, or whatever. The other, um, for me also, um, using my insecurities, 
telling me I'm not good enough to do something or that I couldn't do something, you know? Like, okay, now I hate my voice because I've had somebody tell me I wouldn't make a good radio announcement. Oh, that I would be terrible okay. at that. So I listen to I listen to our podcast all the time, usually while I'm walking in the grocery store shopping, just because <laughs> it's something to do. And I hate my voice so bad. I think that I draw things out way too long. <laughs> there you did. And, I'm, and I need to I need to talk quicker. <laughs> but but then I think in my defense. I do have a slight stuttering problem that I've had since childhood that I've never rectified. So I take my time when I talk. Good for you, girl. So sorry. I'm just sorry, not sorry. (laughs) I apologize. I'm rude. I have ADD. I have to sit on my hands. I have 8,000. I'm listening to you. And then, of course, I want to talk too. Yeah. When you're talking. (laughs) So you said that people. People have told you that they, had, they that yes. you don't have you don't have a radio voice. Well, well, fuck those people. Well, I had I had someone who did podcasting type stuff in in my life that mm-hmm. had a show and things popular before this was even a thing. Like oh seven, people didn't even hardly knew about Twitter. They were like, no, you would not be good at this at all. Did that I, deter you for years? Because yes. that one person said that? Yes. I've been deterred. Mm. At I should already, honestly, be famous. I should be famous. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Would you want to be famous now? No, it's, you know, ask yourself this, honestly. Infamous serial killer is what's going to happen to me. I'm going to snap. <laughs> I'm going to be infamous. <laughs> not really. Do you have a type? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a Pisces, though. (laughs) According to Facebook, I'm already on my way. (laughs) Like, I think the female, what was her name that Charlize Theron played? The serial killer? Oh, Lord. I don't remember. I don't remember her name. It doesn't. Eileen. Yeah. Eileen. Eileen. Something like that. The other thing, which this kind of makes me crazy because my daddy does this sometimes, but he does. He does know me pretty well. But knowing you with quotes, telling you that they... Oh, that's not you. Like, they act like they know everything about you. Every little nook and cranny and your thoughts, your very thoughts. Nobody knows your thoughts until Mm. you speak them out of your mouth. And then you usually know what's in the heart. Yet. They're they're trying to know your thoughts, though. Well, listen. They trying. Telling you that they know you so well that you don't even know your own thoughts. Another thing is telling you things that like a new normal, you know? Oh, like this max thing is a whole new normal. This is our new normal. Is it a new normal? Should we be covering our faces indefinitely for the new normal? Because now we're normalizing a pandemic. Hmm. Did we? Well, other cultures have been, that's been their normal for years in other countries like Japan. You know, if you're sick, or if you, you know, don't want, if you're in a crowd of people, you wear a mask. But and nobody's asking them to do it. they just right. doing it's it on their choice, own. And they're doing it because, first of all, people do that in America and have for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's not just Japan. Immune compromised people. I have 
you know, in my profession. But I've you have to admit the videos of and TV and videos that you see in Japan, there are more people that do that rather than in America. Well, it's a very small country. In China, you see it all the time, especially mm-hmm. since SARS and some of the more deadlier viruses, because people are crammed in together. You know, I'm sure in yeah. New York after the SARS scare... There were a lot more people that would wear masks when they were out. You'd probably see that a lot on the street. Yeah. We're saying it's a public um, health issue. But when I'm talking about like in relationship wise, the normal things that are not normal to you at all. You know, I mean, we can go an extreme. Like if you have some dude that is like, yeah, you know, it's totally normal to, you know, have sex with the dog or whatever, you know, and you're like, no, I'm saying an extreme. (laughs) A very extreme. We know it's not. God, you just went right into nine feet and didn't even tell me. You just dove right in. Good. I want everyone else to be shocked, too. (laughs) But, I mean, I think they can get the gist. The reason that I went to the extreme is because I think most everyone can agree that is not in our realm of normalcy. And I'm not going to tell someone what is normal to them like if it's you know i'm trying to get you to have a threesome and this isn't normal to you you know but then they're normalizing it well jen does it well gail does it or whatever then you know they peer pressure you into doing something you would never think is normal Mm -hmm. for you it's called coercion yes well that's the thing that that they do that's part of gaslighting Mm -hmm. is trying to make you think there's something wrong with you because you're not willing to you know bang the family pet or whatever i think that runs really uh rampant in our community um and i'll give you an example uh we went to a function this past weekend Mm -hmm. it was great we had a good time socially distanced you know if we couldn't, we masked up. The time where you can wear a mask and nobody gives you shit for it. Isn't that perfect? As yes. long as it's leather. Of course. <laughs> Studded. But it was great. Now, me, I am a, I'm a heavy ass bottom. I am a masochist. I like pain. Uh, I like certain kinds of pain and I like certain kinds of implements. But you get me in the right frame of mind and I can go for a a long time, you know, an yeah. hour, hour and a half of just you're straight gonna wear that arm yeah. out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You gonna you gonna wish that you as, that you didn't skip arm day as part of their self care. You're over there rubbing Ben Gay <laughs> on the joints, bio freeze on your shoulder and elbow and wrist. So, and then I can take an hour, hour and a half beaten, and then get up like nothing's wrong you yeah. know there that's just me though i'm not gonna sit here and say you know i saw other scenes where people had to have their aftercare they had to have their blanket they had to have a stuffy they had to have something to you know bring them back to center mm-hmm. i don't necessarily have to have that that brought me I back just, to center. Yeah. i'm good <laughs> i need a good beating that's what brings me back to center but i overheard heard someone tell their submissive look how more she takes than you can now i could have been wrong i mean i could have been wrong in what i heard that's what i heard and i thought to myself one 
you're an asshole. <laughs> right. I don't like you already. I don't like you. I don't even you. know who this is. I don't yeah, like I don't, them. I mean, I don't either. I had never. I'm just. I, like, it, it was all going on behind me. So mm-hmm. I don't even really know who said it. But I thought to myself, how dare you? How dare you say something like that? How do I know what this person can take and what they can't? Correct. So to me, that's a form yes. of gaslighting. Like when somebody does something to you physically, we'll take it to mainstream vanilla life. Have you ever had somebody like hit you or like thump you with a rubber band or some kind of dumb stuff yeah. like that? And you go, ow, oh, that hurts. And they go, no, it doesn't. Oh, my kids do that all the time. This is where, like, minor gaslighting starts. Mm -hmm. It's like that whole, it didn't hurt me, (laughs) so I know it didn't hurt you, but it did hurt me. Well, no, it didn't. I had some little warning signs, and mine are just really, mine are really basic things that Mm -hmm. if you look at it, you'll be like, yeah. Mine is like, one, withholding info. I'm telling you stuff, but. I'm not going to tell you everything. Right. That's just a liar. Or, um, it's just, <laughs> and it's more, it's mostly like the important stuff. That's creative. Lying. I, I have an example of that. Uh, back when I had my first dom, um, you know, that, that feeling when you first meet someone and you're just like clicking on all sensors and everything's going great. And you're going through the honeymoon phase, the NRE, do you know what NRE is? new relationship energy it is a thing we should do a whole show about it yeah we will so you're going through that nre everything is wonderful and great and awesome oh hey you know what's your birthday and and i had this dom he went on a trip without telling and for we had a certain protocol set up where i had to call him or i had to text him a certain time of the day when i didn't hear back from him from four days i was getting worried I was like, oh, my God, he's dead. You could be or, dead and buried in four days. Yeah. Literally. Or I've been ghosted. That was my main thing. Like, that fucker broke up with me and didn't even tell me, just left. Four days passes. I feel horrible for those four days. I mean, I remember I was crying. I didn't eat. It was just awful for, for my psyche. So he comes back. My normal question is, Hi, sir, where the fuck have you been? Oh, I I told you that I went on this trip. We talked about it. Do you not remember? Did you not write it down? Uh-huh. You know how bad you are about writing stuff down. Now, we've been communicating mostly through text. Mm-hmm. I have all these texts. Me, I go back and go, no, you didn't tell me this. This is all brand new. Oh, I know I told you. You just don't remember. That's Ah! what I love about text and email now. Yes. Honestly, I might not remember now. (laughs) (laughs) Me either. I do need my children. That's a hormonal thing, man. (laughs) My children make fun of me all the time because I record everything like my daughter just had her 21st birthday this past week. I recorded her, um, you know, blowing the candles out on her cake and celebrating her 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, you were just going to post that on social media, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, I'm doing this for me mm-hmm. because I am starting to become forgetful. And I want to be able to look back and go, oh, I remember this day. It was so happy and so joyful. Doubting yourself. 
doing things to make you doubt yourself or your mm-hmm. sanity at, like that. And also, um, you had a more scientific name for it. Um, uh, oh, talking about the um, illusory truth yes, effect? Yes, because I called it forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> because they claim they don't remember or they never said that or you don't, you know, remember or they try to tell you something like and it might not even be anything significant okay my ex-husband fell out of a tree till this day i say 30 feet he really only fell out 25 feet but he Mm -hmm. put five extra feet on there because it sounded better of course 30 sounds so much better than 25 right because that makes it a full three stories right fall yeah instead of two and a half stories i guess i don't know which is bad enough but you know like forever the narrative has been 30 feet but that isn't the truth, you know, but it's been repeated so many times. Yeah. That like, if I weren't specifically thinking of a moment for this show, I would have been like, oh, yeah, he fell 30 feet out of a tree. Yeah. Like, it's just repeated so much that it becomes the truth. Like, you know. Well, I think a narcissist anyway, they they say something to themselves over and over and over again that they start to believe it, that they yes. believe their own lies. And I think that that's mostly That's what happens all. with gas. Most gaslighters tend to be narcissist yes. people or people with narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah. But making you believe a lie and then also making you lie. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas yeah. you might have always told the truth in the past, now you'll just lie to keep from having to deal with any kind of confrontation or mm-hmm. lie, you know, where normally uh, truth wouldn't bother you. Now I grew up that like, way. Uh, my, you know, my mother was an abused wife. I've said this on here before, and I've seen all the conflict go on. And yes, I can tell you, I have lied to stay out of conflict because I just, I, I don't want to do it. Even, yeah, even when the truth would be benign. Yes. But just in case. Yes. Anything to keep the peace. Yeah. It's, it's insane. If these are hitting home with you guys, you may need a you may need to talk because there there's one that really bothers me. But go ahead and you go first. Mine this was going to be more me talking for a minute. Um, you were talking about like let's say somebody hits you. You're like, oh, that hurts. Uh, I didn't hit you, and if I did hit you, maybe you made me do it. Uh, you know, you made me yeah. do this. Uh, you made me fuck this woman and get her pregnant. Right? <laughs> you made me. Right? It was all your fault. All your fault. You did it. You hear that enough and you start thinking that. Yeah. Man, this this shit is all I'm my fault. I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not being enough. I'm terrible. I'm, you know, all everything is to... Take focus off of them and put it on you. The, All right. The, what's yours? I want to hear the, the most egregious for me is um, causing me to stay silent. Mm. Like being gaslit so much and for so long that I felt I had nothing of value. It's to just offer not worth to say anything or to talk to anybody or that my thoughts weren't valid, even though every day. I helped people in my own way, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a cosmetologist, it's a hands-on intimate profession. You know, you, you hear things, you know, when people are being abused and you try to direct them yeah. to different things. We have, you know, the black dot 
is started by hairdressers. You know, if you're explain being, to me what that is. I don't know what that is. If you're being abused, like hairdressers are became one of the first safe space mm-hmm. spaces for abused women. Usually we can tell because we get to shampoo your hair and a person that abuses somebody, the punches in the face don't start immediately. Usually mm-hmm. that's not the norm. So maybe you get like a, a, a flick or something. If you happen to go touch their head or well, touch their neck you can or something, see, you can see yeah. bruising sometimes mm-hmm. around their face. You know, I had a dude box my ears one time where I was surprised I didn't have cauliflower ear, but like my whole entire ears were completely black. And one of my gay hairdresser friends was like, girl, Wow. Who's hitting you? <gasps> and I was like, mm, did you, you know? Oh, you yeah. Know? How'd you know? Yeah. yeah. And literally twisted my ear and drug me down a hall. <laughs> like, I mean, it's been, I've got yeah. a lot of terrible abuse stories. We won't, like, I'll make people sad. So we're not going <laughs> to do that now. <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, is having a powerful voice. Like, I'm a Gale, Oprah Gale, Gail's Gale, <laughs> you know? I know I'm I'm showing narcissistic qualities with delusions of grandeur. But after, you know, 10 years in a business where people are like, oh, my gosh, you helped me so much. Thank you so much. 20 years in a business. Oh, my gosh, you should write a book. But thank mm-hmm. you for your insight. You helped make my life better. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 30 years in the business. The same thing. I might have something to say. And like literally it created such imposter syndrome for me. That I am to the point in comedy where I should already be on a circuit. I should already have been on TV a couple times. Not saying that I'm not that good. Just not saying that I'm that good. But just where I am. The opportunities that I've had. That I have literally stepped out of. Because somebody made you feel inferior. And let someone else have them. Because Mm -hmm. I felt I didn't deserve that opportunity. That this younger person mm-hmm. deserved this opportunity or that this person that maybe they've been doing it a month longer than me or this person seemed to want it more or whatever lie I would tell myself because mm-hmm. of the conditioned behavior that I wasn't good enough. You're just playing. This is just a hobby. You're. You're not that funny. You're not that creative. Yeah. You're not, you know, whatever. And people listening to this that know who we are are going to be like, what? <laughs> How? She's not that funny. <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. I would say you were gaslighting me if that were the truth. <laughs> if that weren't the truth. But yes, I mean, things like where, um, you know, my daddy was like, I see that shine. I'll, you know, listen to me. If you will just listen to me and do what I asked you to do. Six months, you can have every part of your dream. You can direct what you want to do. And for, you know, if comedy is a dream, doing comedy is a dream. I could have. I know lots and lots of people that make their living that no one's ever heard of doing comedy. And I could have been doing that. So, you know, that's that's the it's wild. But that's what it'll do to you. It's a dream crusher. A dream crusher. Is gaslighting is a dream crusher. It is. I'll, let me tell you this little story mm-hmm. about me being gaslit by my first husband. <laughs> who is ex- very, very charming. Um, I've always said that 
if we could have had an open marriage because he loved to fuck, he loved pussy and he loved to fuck all these women all the time. If we had had an open marriage, we'd probably still be together. Maybe. Yeah, we probably could would have be. Been my kid's father. We probably could be. <laughs> but he didn't want to go that route. So I'm going to set the scene for you. I'm 25-ish or so. I'm, I'm young. I'm a young mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, our daughter's about a year old, maybe a little younger. And we're going to go to Lollapalooza. First time ever going, you know, 1996, Metallica's going to be there. It's going to be an awesome fucking show. And it was me, my sister and her husband, and my husband. The morning of, my husband says, I don't feel good. Uh, I think I'm just going to stay home with the baby. Even though we had we had somebody take care of the baby, that wasn't a problem. I think I'm going to stay home and take care of the baby. Okay. Now, me being young, 25, eh, naive first marriage i didn't care i just wanted to go to lollapalooza and have a good time i I'd, I'd had a baby i stayed at home with her i wanted to get out so i really didn't care because i trust yes that was my first mistake i trusted this man boom chakalaka <laughs> so next morning we have answering machines back in 96 i'm halfway in and out of sleep i get this message hi this is so-and-so I want you to know that your husband and my wife have been having an affair for the past two months. Mm. So, I mean, I'm automatically picking up the phone. Hi, who is this? Tells me the whole story. I'm like, no, he's not doing that. That's so, he would never do something like that. That's so dumb. Never. (sighs) So I confront him about it. Mm -hmm. No. How could you possibly think that of me? I would never do anything like that to you or our child. Blah, blah, blah. A week later, guess what? I need to talk to you about something. Mm. Oh, really? What? And then just lays it all out. That yeah, sucks. It does. I was my ex. We got divorced after that. Yes. <laughs> Mine was a master manipulator as well as being a narcissist. You know he's a narcissist because he was a bodybuilder competitively. Mm. So... You know, he was beautiful. He had a beautiful body, for sure. He worked very hard at it. What was wild, though, is he was pretty good because he set a certain precedent. Whatever the mistress got, I also got. So if she got flowers, I got flowers. If she got a card, I got a card. Mm -hmm. He romanced both of us at the very minimum. Yes, right? So I never could figure out why we didn't have any money. Like, never. No matter, it was crazy. Was but he in charge of the money as well? Most, so that was most, another way of most control? Most of it, yes. Hmm. Yes. Like, I mean, I got allotted so much for bills and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would find little things, evidency things that now I'd be like, I'm on it, Nancy Drew. You know, <laughs> all of a sudden, this is a Nancy Drew mystery, and we about to love somebody like a lawyer. Where were you? Yes. Friday the 13th at three o'clock. Because this receipt. <laughs> Is that your final answer? But I didn't do all that because I trusted him. Trusted. As a matter of fact, what's so sad about this, I trusted him so much that y'all, if somebody had put a gun to my head and said, is your husband cheating on you and your life depends on this answer, it would not be Gabin girl or Gabin Gale time right now because I would have died 15 years ago, actually around this time. <laughs> I'm sure that our audience out there, they have their own stories of gaslighting. And I can tell you, I would love to hear them. Yes. Love to. Email us. Email us 
at gabandgirltime at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, go to our Facebook page, Gab and Girl Time. Hit me oh, up on the Instagram at Gab and Gale Time. And I am Bruce Tonsils on Instagram. And then we're Gabin Girl Time on uh, Twitter. Yes. But it, it's at Gabin Time. And then mine on Twitter is Gabin with N Gale G. <laughs> I know that we've thrown a lot at you today, yeah. but we would love to hear from you and love to hear some of your stories. And I, this is probably going to warrant a gaslighting too, to be honest, because we didn't even get to how the media is gaslighting you. We just how barely touched on that in the beginning. your government gaslights you. How everybody in the world, that's their whole intention, is to get you to think the way they think. Yes. Manipulation. Don't do it. Read for yourself. Do yes. your research. Yes. Y'all, don't just listen to... Don't read a headline and assume you know the whole article. Because the headlines are to grab your attention. They are not the story and they're often misleading. And to go one step further, confront these people. Yes. When they come up with their gaslighting bullshit. Yes, and keep text message records (laughs) so you can roll tape. (laughs) There's always a video somewhere. (laughs) We thank you for listening. We love you guys so much. Thank you. And thank you. For listening to Gabin, Girl Time, Gabin, Girl Time, Gabin, Girl Time, Girl Time.